Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, it's just me at the top of the show to let you know of a few new shows that I've got coming up. So we have the birthday show at Comedy Republic June 26. Only 17 tickets left at time of recording, so make sure you get in quick and get those tickets. It's going to be a big 40th birthday party as well after the show. All money that we make in the show goes back over the bar. So, you know, you're pretty much just buying yourself a couple of drinks. So that'll be fun. Five o'clock at the Comedy Republic, June 26. Heaps of fun. Also, I can announce now, I'm doing two shows at the Brisbane Comedy Festival, two podcasts. So on July 31st and August 1st. So if you're in Brisbane, come along. These shows last year, it was the last shows I did before lockdown, uh, were so much fun. They both sold out. So get in quick. They put me in a little bit bigger room this year. But still, I believe in you, Brisbane. Come on, let's sell them both out super quick. Maybe we'll add another one. So that's going to be lots of fun. If you want to help out the podcast, you can become a Patreon subscriber. Go to patreon.com slash DYKWIA. Patreon.com slash DYKWIA. $5 a month, you get a bonus weekly episode of Top 5, which is my Patreon-only podcast. This week's episode had Dave Thornton on it. Next week's got Justin Hamilton. Me and Hamo talk about films that blew our mind when we were children. So it's it's a really fun one. Uh, lots of good nostalgia in that one. Also, you can also help out the podcast by giving us five stars on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, leaving reviews. That is always a big help. I'm going to read a few of them out at the end of this podcast as well. So make sure you stick around to the very end. Anyway, enough from me. Enjoy this episode with Jordan Roscopoulos, Jess Perkins, Lauren Bonner, and Cass Page. And welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. What a treat to have you, you little listener, listening to this thing. Hey, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian who when you type her name into Google, the autocomplete predicts the person as Australia Day, this person contact... And this person, Dinosaur. Can you please welcome back to the podcast, it's Jordan Roscopoulos. Yay! Yeah. Hey, Dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, Dinosaur, is it because you've got these pins that you sell? Yeah, yeah. I made a whole bunch of uh, LGBT pride pins uh, designed after dinosaurs, uh, all with amazing puns. Uh, so like a Tranosaurus, a Biceratops, a Quits, a Coatlas. Uh, and they're all genuine dinosaurs and genuine ways to be gay can i ask was was transosaurus first is that what the first one correct was? yeah yes. the first one was a transosaurus uh which was like the mascot for my twitch channel at the time yeah um and then i came up with like two or three others i made like stegosaurus and a couple of others and i'm like <laughs> 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 and then uh and then we just got like lots of stretch goals and then i had to like had 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 a, a demitrodon and a uh agendadon and uh, all, all manner of Dino. Our next guest is one half of the Were You Hot in High School podcast. She shares her name with a Perth woman who lists her roles on her LinkedIn page as wedding planner, author, artist, photographer, and retail assistant. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Lauren Bonner. Yeah. Hello. Thank you. Can I just say this other Lauren Bonner? Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's living my dreams. I, I, look, I think too much. I think she, she's too busy, Maybe. Lauren. I don't know. I think she sounds like a queen. She's doing it all. She's spinning plate. She's got her fingers in pies. You can't be good at all of those things. No. Uh, I guess. I'm, and I am average at one thing. So <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. Hey, our next guest shares her name with a Canadian comedian. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Jess Perkins. <laughs> Hello. Now, do you know this other Jess Perkins? Yeah, I do. Well... Uh, not um not personally not, but not personally uh but she added me on facebook a long time ago um yeah. so it's been lovely to see her life and career flourish as mine has stayed much the same oh no <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing that people do they add other people with the same name on facebook because there's nobody in the world who has my name so i don't know if that was a thing 
I uh, yes, I've been added by other Josh Earls, uh, but also I don't know if you saw in the news uh, a whole bunch of Joshes had a Josh fight the other yeah. the other week. Oh, did you partake of the no, Josh fight? No, although the project did ask me to come in and talk about it, and so. I did this, uh, actually, who, who was that voice? Let's introduce her now before I talk <laughs> this story. Finally, the person who shares her name with an educator at an Orange County makeup school. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Cass Page. Yay. 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 Hey, I, I can't teach anyone anything about their own face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the project asked me to come in. And what the thing was, so all these Joshes, some, I think it was in Massachusetts, and they had a fight to who was going to be the true owner of the name Josh. And the fight was going to be with pool noodles. And so I was asked by the project to come, uh, can I be interviewed and do I have any pool noodles? Well, I haven't had 20 pool noodles in my, in my garage because when I was away on Comedy Festival Roadshow, me and Bridget uh, and Daniel Connell and Cal Wilson and Carl Donnelly bought like 40 pool noodles <laughs> <laughs> to put in the pool because so, we're up in Northern Territory and t- we were jumping onto the pool noodles because it was a lot of fun. <laughs> And so at the end of it, I kept 20 of them and Cal kept the other 20. And so the project were like, hey, can you bring up, if you've got pool noodles, can we, and I'm like, I've got so many. Then they made me film myself having a fight with a pool noodle. And I was like, ah, oh, this is like that Star Wars kid video. You know, the f- <laughs> like kind, of, kind of the first viral video yeah. that went around. Yeah. 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 So Sorry. I had to, had to figure out how I was going to play this. Do that I play? kid grew up to be Darth Vader as well. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, how did you... How did you get 20 pool noodles from the Northern Territory? Did you just oh, do yeah. away with your clothes? We like, gaffered them together and we just put them on the plane as like oversized luggage. And they weigh nothing. So it was bulky, mm-hmm. but they're like, oh, let's weigh them. Oh, that's 400 grams. You have to pay $3 in excess. It was great. Whoa. That's I'm just going to travel with yeah, pool noodles now. Yeah. <laughs> that feels cheeky to know. <laughs> hey, let's start this. Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote these updates, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you're right, a point to the person if you're incorrect. So you can't lose points. So there's nothing, no, no stresses. Here we go. First question is this one. Just had a dream where I was one of those women who wear like 100 rings at once. God, I was powerful. <laughs> Jess. Yes, Jess. Oh, I want to say Cass. Are you going to say Cass? Oh, yes. You are correct. It was Cass. Yeah, point there <laughs> was for I. I can't wear rings. I get contact dermatitis. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. I, does it, do you Take wear that rings? Take that Yeah, do you wear rings, Lauren? <laughs> yeah, I get that too, though, but I just rotate them around. So this is healing, then I'll put it here. But I've also got... <laughs> I've got tiny fingers, so I buy like real child size rings, if you can see that. Very yeah, small. Very little. Dainty flex. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Petite flex. <laughs> I'm pretty are... normal sized. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I got I got small little pinches and I let me tell you, I can touch the bottom of a wrinkles can. Oh. Me too. That oh, means yeah. the scraps are for us. <laughs> Absolutely. All the Pringle yes. ladies. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> to get the hands Rise up. up. <laughs> uh, next question. Have you ever, ever felt like this? How strange things happen when you watch your wife get kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. Yes, Lauren. Is that Jordan? That was Jordan. Your point yeah. Lauren, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Was, that, that, was that in good. response to someone uh, something about cucking? It was. It was a. Yeah. It was a reply to someone. I think it was a re- reply to. Uh, I get these people confused. Like I think it may have been Ben Jenkins. I'm Probably. not sure. But it was a reply. It was. It was such a good reply. I was like, because how I how I search for these ones is I go onto advanced Twitter search and just search the name of the person and then minimum faves say 100 minimum faves. Mm. That came up. So you know. I think that was also. And we might have even coined a term for it, but when a reply to a tweet gets more likes than the tweet, yeah, I think that was what that was one of them. Maybe is that and that is it. I was gonna say because that as well is in itself a form of cuckolding. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next question. I'm tweeting this just for the next time. I'm on. Don't you know who I am? Jordan. Yes, Jordan. I'm going to just guess Lauren. No, that was Jess Perkins. <laughs> it was just me desperately asking to be back on the podcast. <laughs> I could have just messaged Josh. I love it. No, it I lo- worked, though. Yeah. yeah. 
That's like that thing where it's like, post on your story, babe, and he'll look at it. Mm. <laughs> That's like Jim Carrey writing himself a check for $10 million the year yeah. before Liar Liar, you know? Yeah. Now you're living it. Yeah, I did this. I made this happen. Manifest bet, destiny, babe. I bet you feel dumb for wasting all this now, Jess. You could have done anything. <laughs> I could have done so much. I could have been so rich. <laughs> uh, all right, next question. Phoebe Wallet Keys Phone Bridge. <laughs> Cass? Yes, Cass. Lauren? You are correct, yes. Back yourself, Cass. That was Lauren, yeah. That's great. Thank you. I say it to myself every time I leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, did, was it also, did you watch the Adam Sandler 100% Fresh stand-up special? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a song in there about that. Yeah, yeah. Wallet keys phone. Gets stuck yeah. in my head all the time. <laughs> he stole that bit from Hand, me. car, door, <laughs> handle, hand, hook. Yeah. <laughs> hand, hook, car, door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. This is tricky to remember. What, what's that from? The internet. Yeah. Oh, it, all right. What's... Wow, it's it's a meme of some variety. Yeah, it was just like a... It was just... Hang on. Here we go. I've, I've Googled it because I have the power. Hand, hook, uh, man, car, door. Yeah, uh, there we go. Uh, man door hand hook car door. Ever elusive. <laughs> also, that made, still makes no more sense to me. Than <laughs> it's, it's a sentence that makes it's, it doesn't make any sense, but it's very evocative yeah. of what it is. Okay. Uh, man door hand hook hook car door. Cuck the door. Yeah. Man cuck hand wife kiss car door. Have you ever ever found on the post of this on Twitter after it goes out, please, listeners, please just send four random words to me. And mm. I just want like that to, mm. that could be the new thing. All right. Next question. Taking my brother with me to go car shopping tomorrow. Can't wait for one, the assumption that he's my husband, and two, for all questions to be directed to him while I get ignored. Hmm. Who's successful enough to yeah. buy a car? <laughs> I thought you were going to like, who's successful enough to have a brother? Well, well, well. <laughs> Jordan. Yes, Jordan. Jess. Yes, it was Jess. Because yeah. the other two were speculating. So yeah. I it was Jess. Oh, must be nice, Jess. Yeah. Must be nice. Incredibly rich. Car <laughs> money in the brother. Yeah, I've got money and a brother. I'm rich in family. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And did your assumption turn out true? Did the, did the car person just say to your brother, this is be lovely for your little lady here? Yeah, 100%, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, he, uh, they asked lots of questions about, uh, like it'd be good for a family car, um, asked how many in the family. And my brother said 18 (laughs) 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 and we left (laughs) and I bought a secondhand car. (laughs) Yeah. When me and my wife uh, bought our car, I, at the time, uh, had only been driving for one month. So I had no idea of what cars really were. And so the same thing happened to us. And I had to just say to him, I know nothing. She's buying the car. Don't, yeah. don't talk to me. I mean, I didn't really need to say it because of the way I look. They knew. <laughs> yeah, he knows, he knows nothing. They were like, oh, this man is trying to procure himself some sort of private bus. That's yeah. where he's at. <laughs> uh, next question. A random quiet guy from my high school just got engaged and bought a house. I'm like, nice try, but you know I'm the main character, right? <laughs> yes. Cass? I heard Jess first. Lauren. You are correct, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty classic me, jealous, <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> it's kind of my vibe. I've got a strong brand. People know it. But did you figure out the way in which uh, his success was going to motivate the next stage of your journey? Mm, mm. Maybe revenge. Oh, that's exciting. Mm. That's good. Maybe I like that for you. I like that for you. I think it's a theme <laughs> of the night. Hey, get off my wave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next question. Just saw that video of the guy from Smash Mouth, Ma- Smash Mouth losing it after someone threw bread at him. I don't know why he was so surprised. Somebody once told him the world was going to roll him. Cass. <laughs> yes, Cass. Jordan? Yes, that was Jordan. Yes, that, that was this week. Yes. <laughs> I hadn't seen that video before. It's, it's, it's a doozy. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. it. They, yeah. I haven't. Do they, do they get him? Did he yeah. get caught? 
he, he, he just, it's, it's 20 minutes of, no, I'm only saying right, I mean, 10 minutes of him swearing at the audience while the band just plays uh, the, the, the opening four bars of All Star over and over again when oh. he starts singing. Awesome. Is it like a loaf, a slice, or a roll? That's what I was thinking. It's important. I, I mean, the, the shot I saw was from, from a distance. I have to presume it's a roll. Like, right. that has to be what the joke is, right? Like, just throw rolls at the guy from yeah. Smash Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> if not, I, I'm a genius. It's got to be heavy <laughs> enough to, to, to you know, go the distance. Uh, but you can, no, you can frisbee a slice. Oh, yeah. great point, yeah. Yeah, because I, I used to have an act before COVID where I threw fairy bread at the audience. I can't oh. do it anymore. Oh. Can't do anything oh. anymore. No, yeah. No. I was doing kids comedy this year in the comedy festival and a lot of a lot of people's acts had to change because it was like, all right, I'm just going to throw stuff at the kids or get kids <laughs> up on stage to, to floss. Mm. You, you know, not just going to gonna cough in a kid's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll lick some kids. <laughs> not to shit be- on kids performers, but if you see someone <laughs> and they get them up to floss, they're, they're out of ideas. That's it. <laughs> you, <you're- laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right, next question. Very inconsiderate of boys to meet the girl of their dreams before meeting me. The girl who would probably do for a while. Zero stars. Jordan. Yes, Jordan. Cass. Yes, you are correct. That was Cass. Mm-hmm. Went there for Jordan. Yeah, I just, was very I was just, inconsiderate. You've all got tails. No. Yeah. <laughs> World championship pokering this shit. <laughs> next time, Cass, you'll do this show in sunglasses so no one can see your eyes. <laughs> Yes, so yes. It's, it's my eyes that give it away. It's not my <laughs> cheeky little mouth that gives a little smile. <laughs> or that mouths it along with the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then does a little fist pump like, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that's what gives it away, Cass. you gotta, you got to try and keep a straight face, mate. I have the, uh, the family version of Cards Against Humanity and my kid always laughs when it's their card and it's the most adorable thing ever. Yeah. Oh, that's a bad. I do that, to be fair. <laughs> Also, the family version of Cards Against Humanity is, is absolutely great, and all that game ever needed to be was about poos and ways. Yeah. 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 <gasps> that does I, seem like the thing to fix it. I still think poop is the funniest word. <laughs> like, it's not rude, it's but it's the funniest word. Yeah. Poop. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a sound effect, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, and nothing funnier than you, your grandparent asking you, just go, go and sit on the toilet and see if you need a poop. Like, yeah. That's so yeah. funny. It's the best. I never think about that. Skata. Yeah. Chisha and skata. Is skata just shit? It's Greek for shit. Yeah. 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 And chisha is way. Chisha. Chisha away. That kind of sounds like a sound effect too, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very splashy. Next question at the shops. I mustn't buy a little chocolate treat when. I mustn't buy a little chocolate treat. When I get home, I wish I had a little chocolate treat. <laughs> Cass? Yes, Cass. Lauren? You are correct. The point there for Cass, yes. Yeah, I think I saw that one live as oh, a quote. That one, one, yeah, that one went up. crazy. Yeah, it went crazy viral and it kept getting reposted by brands and stuff. And this is my crazy story um, is, you know, people see a viral tweet, 150,000 likes, whatever. You don't make any money from that, just so you know at home. Um, but they got reposted by Halo Top Ice Cream, who make that disgusting low-calorie ice cream. Um, but they didn't credit me, and so I messaged them being like, hey, like, you know, it's kind of a thing. It'd be nice if you credited me if you repost my, my stuff. I was like, could you send me a gift certificate or something? And they're like, yeah, we'll send you a gift card for Woolworths or Coles or your choice. And they sent me one for $9, which is the cost of one tub of ice cream. Oh, my God. I was like, 50 minimum. Come on, $9. <laughs> Nine dollars. Not even rounding it up to ten. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Blow. It yeah. was so crazy. It was pretty funny. Uh, and then I tweeted about that too. And that's you know that's the cycle, isn't it? Yeah. Put him on blast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure where Jordan's gone, but we'll just we'll crack on with the podcast. All right. Me grabbing phone back after friends started swiping back on my photos. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey friend. Oh, you got some sexy pics on there. Me, thinking about the hundreds of photos of my car and different car parks I've taken because I can never remember where I've parked. Me, yes, sexy pics. Who was that? <laughs> Jess. Yes, Jess. Lauren? No, that was Cass. I put there ah, for Cass. Very good. I, I do do the same it. thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you lose your car often, Cass? Oh, my God, yes. I, 
it's it's a it's really bad i remember one time there's a local shopping center that i used to live near and i didn't realize there was more than one car park so one day i was lost for half an hour because i couldn't even find the car park yeah so the photo method's been working a treat but <laughs> it is the most embarrassing content i just buy a new car yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the shops anyway so my my wife does this as well, Cass. My at, wife at the airport. <laughs> so many wife flexes on today's I episode. Know. Sorry, I just like to brag. Uh, but I was like, she took a photo of the car parked, but didn't take it of anything around it. So just our car <laughs> parked there, and so it didn't help no. at all. Like, get a landmark. Like, get the colour. Yeah. Get, get the, the number. number. Yeah. It's forensic like, information. Yeah. I say it. I take a photo of my car with the thing and then I say, don't look at your phone while you're walking to the shops. Be mindful. Look around. And then I like repeat in my head over and over again. I'm like, the, the exit near the reject shop. The exit near the reject yep. shop. Yep, yep, yep. And then I still lose it. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I, I've had to start parking. If I find a shopping center, I like, I have to only ever park in the one spot. And then every now and then yeah. someone's like, oh, I'll meet you with this car park. I have to be like, no, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't know where I'll be. And shopping centers are designed to make you get lost. Yeah. They're a bit casino-y mm. and they're designed in weird loops so that you just keep going around and around, which is not very mm. fair if you don't know where you are at any given moment. No, and then you see David uh, David Bowie in some very tight um, trousers. And it's just outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of that round, the scores are Lauren, you're on one point. Jordan on two points. Jess on three points. But in the lead on four points is Cass. Oh. oh. All right, this round. Where's my telgo? <laughs> <laughs> this round is called Let's Get Physical. Now, this round, we're going to talk about health or the pursuit of health. And today, we're talking about Cass Page. Now, when Cass is feeling unhealthy, what little thing does she do to herself as a punishment to force herself into making healthier decisions? Is it A, she cuts up her Mikey card and deletes any ride-sharing app on her phone so she cannot take any public transport? She can take lists from other people but will always tell them to drop her off about two kilometres away from where she needs to be so she has to walk the rest of the way. That's A. (coughs) B. She puts herself in what she calls veggie prison. This entails cooking a giant bowl of vegetables and not being able to eat anything else until she's finished the bowl. (laughs) Once you've finished the bowl, you've done your time and you're free to eat whatever you want. Or C. She creates her own home sauna in her laundry where she tumble dries her clothes while having a bar heater on full plus she sits in a sleeping bag she sweats so much that afterwards she can wring out the sweat from the sleeping bag now one of these is true you can ask her as many questions you want bear in mind she wants you to get it wrong so she gets your point you don't have to answer all together you can answer a b or c whatever the floor is open for questions ask away I think it's quite clear that we are, um, we're not talking about uh, mental health because none of these <laughs> seem like good <laughs> systems for that. Yeah, my, no, my first no. question was going to be, are you okay? Mm. Um, absolutely. Since I would completing say, my methods, I'm great. <laughs> what kind of vegetables are in the veggie prison? Yeah, and what amount as well? Okay, so veggie prison works like you go to Coles and you get the, because you've been bad, what mm. you need to do is uh, you don't get the fresh veggies because clearly we're not, we're not even up to that level yet. So you go to Coles and you get the cheapest bag of little chopped up veggies of the frozen section and you stick them in the microwave for a few minutes. It's just, I don't know, it's like two fistfuls, which I guess not super big for me, but just sort of a biggish bowl. It goes five vibe, however... However vegetable depleted I'm feeling, mm. so it goes in the microwave for a few minutes, then you eat all the veggies, and then, then you can do as you will. It's, mm. it's not like, ah, uh, you have to eat vegetables instead of a meal. It's like, you haven't had nutrients, eat a bowl of veggies, and then continue with your life. <laughs> Go to prison, serve the time, mm-hmm. live your free life. The microwave. <laughs> yes. Do you not have steamers, like a pot you can steam the veggies in, or...? Well, these are like, straight up. Oh, well. Yeah, I'll, I'll defend the microwave for frozen vegetables, I think. It does kind of just steam them and like, I, I'm a foodie. I'm a gourmet. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bon vivant. But um, I, yeah, microwave for a frozen veg is not, is not crazy. That's not crazy. No, and uh, snap frozen veggies uh, end up retaining a lot of the nutrients, yeah. so just microwaving them from frozen in the with all the water okay. that they were frozen with. Sorry, I, mis- I misunderstood. I didn't realize you meant the frozen veggies. I thought you meant like oh. the veggies oh. near like the lettuce. 
Where yeah, it's just like, it's like a bag of grated carrot. And I'm like, what the hell did you do that yeah, for? Yeah, yeah that okay. would be bad. That would be messed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's microwaving thank- a salad is what I, what I always imagine. Well, thank goodness I'm normal. That's all I have to say. You just put yourself in veggie prison and then you can get about with your whole life because you ate a whole bowl of vegetables. So how could you not be mm. healthy? At that point, you have proof. You've got a big empty bowl in front of you. Have a Kit Kat. You've been good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, after my own heart. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think veggie prison makes the most sense to me because it's a classic principle of you can have your treat when you finish your veggies. Like that's kind of a, a mainstay of child punishment. Um, but <laughs> the opal car thing is interesting. Do you, what do you, like, do you have a job? Like, cause if you have to walk everywhere, like how do you live? And you also just said you have a car actually. So, mm. <laughs> No, but if I still want to go to a party or into the city or something. So you'd walk into the city? Well, I, see, well, that's where it gets well, really well. tricky. She'll only park it at one supermarket car park, <laughs> which is in Chadston, and then have to walk the rest of the <laughs> It gets tricky when it is a bit further than the city, uh, further out like the city, because if I'll try and get a lift with someone, but not often people are going. So I have – one time I did walk about, I think – uh, my last house, I was seven kilometers from the city and I had to commit <laughs> because I hadn't been very healthy and walking's meant to be one of the, you know, better exercises for you. Cause it's like low impact. You can do it, you know, you sort of warm up as you go. And I, I don't like the gym and I don't like lifting weights and it just, it took, it took a lot of time and then I will, okay. The, the time I, the time I walked into the city, it was, it was a long time and I did, I did get an uber home with my friend but i didn't pay for the uber so it felt like i still <laughs> it still felt like i did the right thing because that one's a good one because you also save money sure so you're also having financial health i'm with still so health. worried about you <laughs> regardless of which one of these is true i am a little concerned i've i don't even remember the third one third one was the home sauna Oh, Tumble dryer, right. bar heater, in a sleeping bag, sweating yep. it up. That's the triple threat. Yeah, that's the craziest one to me. That's If yeah. that's what's true, then I think we've got to end this podcast right here. <laughs> we need to call someone. Yeah, yeah, not only is that a mental health issue, but it also sounds like a fire hazard to me. Yes. Which, well, yeah. no, if you're I mean, there the whole time supervising, it can't be mm. a fire hazard. So you're in the laundry. Yep. Is it a small laundry? Like how big is the space? It's Oh, it's not. So uh, it's like half the size of a standard bathroom. Okay. It's not. It's not. Weird. So about the size that of a standard laundry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because um, I've I've lived in places where the the laundry is sort of like in a cupboard. Yeah. It's not. Mm. It's not that small. I'm not. Also you know, huffing in a cupboard. For our UK listeners, why is why is your washing machine in the kitchen? Outrageous. It makes no sense to me. But all the I, water's already there. Craziness, uh, though. If you get all the tubes going to the other washing machine. But you often wash your clothes because they've got food on them. Yeah. Don't, don't clean them in the fake place. There's all food. Also, <laughs> that little plastic basket you put in the sink and fill up the bu- little bucket. Just use the sink. I don't understand. I'm sorry. Our Is that because oh. they've only got one sink? Our countries are different. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Get them, Josh. Why do you microwave your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> um, are people ready? What They know uh, what they're going to lock in? Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll go, we'll go Jordan first. Veggie prison. Veggie prison for Jordan. Uh, Lauren? I'm going to go veggie prison as well. And Jess? I'm also going veggie prison. You are all correct. It is oh, veggie thank prison. God. The- <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Thank God. That was the only reasonable one. Fuck and it, Yeah, yeah. Once described as well, it wasn't even, I don't think, that bad for your mental I was health. imagining she was cooking like a week's worth of yeah. Like yeah. veggie prison. Yeah, I thought like a giant salad bowl and just yeah, yeah, yeah. like nothing yeah. until it's all <laughs> but essentially, wasn't allowed to Which is what I'm going to do now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> essentially, like Cass, what you're doing is you're listening to your body and going, oh, I'm feeling like I haven't had veggies in a while. And then you're just having some veggies <laughs> and getting on with your life. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think God. it's perfect. And I think we should all put ourselves in veggie prison if we feel we need. Yeah. It's a fun name. It's a cute concept. It's, it yeah. Is. But is it really prison? Really, it's freedom. Mm. Yeah. Amazing yeah, that point. is true. Yeah. That's a really isn't that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that round of scores, uh, Lauren on two points now, Jordan on three points, Jess on four points, and still on four points is Cass. It's a close one. It's good. 
Right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If things true, you'll say yeah. If things a lie, you'll say nah. A point if you get correct. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So, to Lauren. Now, Jordan was once backstage for a show that was going out on the BBC. The other guest on the show was an impersonator who was also just milling around. All of a sudden, the actual person that this person was meant to be impersonating walked into the room and Jordan could see the impersonator's heart break in two. Yeah or nah? Do I get to ask Jordan You can questions? ask questions, yes. Who was the person impersonating? David Hasselhoff. And David Hasselhoff came in. Mm-hmm. And so this is a comedian who they always do Hasselhoff or they sometimes do Hasselhoff? They always do Hasselhoff. They had a special suitcase with the Hoff written on, on it in gold letters. Wow. What year was this? Uh, I want to say 2009, 2010. Okay, because the Hoff was kind of around then, wasn't he? Yeah, there was a renaissance. I mean, he's, still, al- he's still alive. hoff renaissance. <laughs> yeah, but then he had that whole thing, the, the video of him eating the burger and his fighting with his daughter. Do you remember that? It's a great video. Great video. You should got to look it up. Um, yeah? Does anyone <laughs> throw a bread roll at him? Um, no, he's just like his daughter was filming him like eating a burger, being really drunk, and it was um, it was kind of his undoing. He, he's eating the burger off the floor. Yeah. Hey. And wow. she, she released oh. it to the media to be like, look at your idol. Look at the Hoff now. <laughs> <laughs> See your God now. Yeah, yeah, that. Wow. Uh, okay, David Hasselhoff, it was in England, and the Hoff walked in. What was the Hoff doing there? Just like, I guess, if you're the Hoff, you just go places, right? No, the Hoff was a guest on the show. Oh, so it was like a panel show? Uh, it was like a variety show. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say this isn't true. Lauren, you are incorrect. This is a true what? story. Yeah. Point there for Jordan. What, yeah. what was, what was David nuts. Hasselhoff's variety? So he was being interviewed <laughs> yeah. um, and they had booked the Hoff impersonator to like bring him, bring out and surprise him. But had he had, they'd both been put in the same green room. Oh. Um, and it was, it was Hasselhoff's heart that broke. Actually, oh. not the impersonator. Oh. Uh, so oh. Hasselhoff walked in, saw this guy in like a leather jacket, tight jeans with these glasses on it and this wig and this fake chest hair. And he's like, who are you supposed to be? And then clocked the suitcase and then just. Oh, oh no. And I, I managed to take a photo um, and it is on a hard drive fucking somewhere. And I need to find it because oh it's God, probably the greatest photograph I've ever taken in my whole life. Like. <laughs> The moment the Hoff's heart broke when he saw a man much shorter than him dressed up as him in that terrible needs, cosplay. The Daily Mail needs to see yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this actually, Lauren, sent him off to eating a burger off the floor. That was, yeah. This was the I thing. Would, this yeah, I'd love to line up those dates and just see what <laughs> yeah. led to what. Uh, so a point there for Jordan. Jordan gets a point. Now, to Jordan. Cass was going through a phase of watching videos of people getting their eyes tested when she discovered a woman whose voice she loved. This woman worked in Ireland and Cass thought it would be a great experience to travel all that way to get her eyes tested by her favourite YouTube optometrist. This was all going to happen until COVID hit and halted all international travel. But Cass is still determined that one day, when those borders open, she will be there getting her eyes tested. <laughs> yeah or nah? Um, so this is a YouTube optometrist? Yeah, it, it's like an ASMR thing. So, how many subscribers do they have? Oh, I think it was over like ninety thousand when I saw. They they they're not massive, but they're not uh-huh. they're not tiny. They've just got a little channel doing um, accidental ASMR, even though they film themselves doing it. So it's it's on purpose. But and is it always optometry? Yeah, well, she's she's an optometrist. Okay. Um, just, what is she just quietly whispering? One or two? <laughs> one. <laughs> Or two. Yeah, so it'll so every now and then she'll do a video where she's like doing an eye test on the camera. Ah. <laughs> it'll just be like, hey, and like one or two, and I oh. mean, at that stage you just have to pretend you're saying things back. I'm sure okay. some people really do, but most and of them. Do is... fans go and visit her normally? I, I there have been a couple of well, she's they're more collabs so i don't know if she'd yeah. actually see me so it'll be people be like oh okay so this other um you know youtube famous uh, she's had a chiropractor on there she's had 
uh, like a physio who are all sort of in, they've all gotten quite popular because of ASMR community mm-hmm. building their videos up. But she did also have someone who did an ASMR video and like did fake optometry videos come in for a real optometry exam. But they were all sort of in Europe. I think the okay. chiropractor flew in that from this the US. person is real, but I don't believe that you were going to go there. So I say no. Jordan, you've played that perfectly. That is true. You are 100% (laughs) right there, Jordan. Yes. Because the person is not real. But um, one time I did watch an ASMR optometry video um, (laughs) and I was watching it to go to sleep. (laughs) Then halfway through, they did a colorblind test and I failed. (laughs) (laughs) So it was suddenly not relaxing at all. It turns (laughs) turns out I just had like... um, the oh, nighttime the night mode builder. on my computer. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like falling asleep, and then it's like, cool. So, tell me what number you can see, and you're like, haha, trick one. They're like, good, the number three, and I'm like, the, the what? <laughs> oh my god, I can't fly planes. I can't fly planes. All right, now to Cass. Now Jess went to an all-girls Catholic school, and for sex ed, the teacher asked the class to call out slang words for genitalia. Everyone was doing it until the teacher from the next room came in and asked if they could keep the noise down. When she left, Jess's sex ed teacher closed the door, opened the windows, and got the class to yell it even louder. It was at this moment that Jess realised that not all teachers like each other. Yeah or nah? Oh, um, what was the word that tipped them over the line? Oh, I don't know if it was a word. It was probably more the volume. I don't remember the... I The, the word I remember being written on the whiteboard very vividly is cockpit (laughs) Um, and our classes by the way went for 80 minutes and this is all we did in that class just yelling out yeah yeah did you ever see the aftermath like did did you ever cop that other teacher's fury or see that they were upset with your class? It was sort of uh, towards the end of the class. So I think what part of what sort of pissed off my teacher was that we're like a few minutes away from the end of class and you're coming in to have a whinge now. Like it's, it's a bit pointless. So she opened up the window because we were in this, it's like a two-story building and usually the windows were closed because there was a train line that ran right outside our window. But it was a really hot day. So she had the windows open and, yeah, just told us to start yelling the words that were on the board. So I don't think we were being particularly loud. We were probably laughing rather than yelling words until the other teacher complained. And then our teacher was like, go nuts, please. Mm. So do you... Do you remember any other words other than cockpit, or was that your favourite? I wanted was to definitely know your my favourite. I think yeah. I just rem- I so I have the mental image of it being written on the board. Um, and at the end, like in Dead Poles Society, they all stood on their tables and said, "Oh, <laughs> cockpit, my cockpit." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty. It was so dumb. I don't know why we did that for an entire class. So I don't remember many of the other words. It was probably 15, 16 years ago. Well, I'd say Catholic school. Not they wouldn't pretty much have options in their sex ed classes to teach you everything. They're pretty much like, yeah, abstinence, and here's some slang words. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe one just to my... get the sillies out as yeah. well to, to make sure that no one had take the power out of the word by using it and putting it on the board. You take the power out of it. Yeah. Oh, a teacher said it. Uncool now. Yeah. yeah. I'll never refer to it as oh, my yeah. cockpit again. Hoggers. Um, I'm going to say it's true because I reckon there's at least some truth to the story. Cass, you are incorrect. That was not a true story. Point there for Jess. Yeah. It was mostly true. We really did spend 80 minutes writing slang words on a whiteboard. Um, and that was year 10. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no teachers complained. Apparently they all thought that was a very reasonable sex ed class to have. <laughs> oh, uh, and then yeah. they, they were quite surprised when a few years later there were, were several students who became pregnant. They were quite surprised by that. They're like, but mm. we wrote the words on the board. But but she knew not to put the dingle hopper in the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, she knew. <laughs> How could have we been more explicit with that? We said right. it in every way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to Jess now. Now, Lauren had a query sent to her agent from an older man 
pretty much asking Lauren if she would like him to be her sugar daddy. Yeah or nah? Um, Lauren, uh, it's not your value, but you are a beautiful woman. (laughs) Thank you. Thank uh, you. Wouldn't surprise me at all if someone thought I would love to have, you know, time with her and, and, uh, Okay, this is. Um, I, w- I want those little hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're tiny. The the <laughs> they're sweet, you know. How? When was this? Um, not that long ago, actually. It was like before festival, a few months ago, I guess I would say. And yeah. I just got a text out of the blue from my agent saying, "Are you fucking with me?" And I was like, "What? No, what's? Are you okay?" And he was like, is this a joke? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? And then he forwarded me the email. Um, And he, I don't know if he didn't realize that he had not sent it to me directly because he was like, hello, Lauren, I guess, because it's like when you see like, you know, in my like link, it's like contact, but it's my management contact. But he just sent it to, yeah, Jono Mastripolito, who you may know. (laughs) (laughs) Just being like, hey, hi, Lauren. Um, You know, I have... I, oh my god I wish I could remember I get like a lot of psycho messages but this was like yeah I, I'm a businessman and um it was like a very classic kind of sugar daddy thing which was like I'm like a businessman I'm not around all the time I like to give you like ongoing money and then when I'm in town I'd be interested in having you know dinners and things like that um but I don't think it was a whole lot of money and also I don't want to be anyone's sugar baby so I was like that's so funny. And then I had to explain to him that like, I get a lot of weird messages like this because actually probably a year ago now I wrote an article for pedestrian.com about how I accidentally got into like a financial domination situation. And so now when you Google the words financial domination, I do come up. Um, and so that's how these people kind of find me. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of what happened. How did you respond? Did you ignore or did you let him down gently? Did Jono uh, try and get you a better deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think if you negotiate this, it does kind of become pimping, right? <laughs> oh, great point, yeah. You don't yeah. want that for Jono, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I, think I, I think I did ignore it, actually, um, because I normally would just reply and say, like, no, thank you. Something like, but I think I just ignored it, and then I think he did follow up a few weeks after that, wow. being like, "I like you know, like I said, I'm a businessman, and I'm, you know, I I fight for what I want or something." And I think I did reply, being like, "I'm not interested in any kind of ongoing arrangement. Thank you, sorry." Businessman yeah, is such crazy. a vague job title. Yeah, it like, was. <laughs> it's like, and it yeah. wasn't believable. I was Capitalist. like, "You're not a businessman." Yeah. <laughs> Can you, can you call yourself like a businessman if you just own a small business? Like I'm a sole mm. trader. Am I a businessman? Yeah, yeah. I've got an ABN. Mm, yeah, yeah. Businessman. Oh, every, everyone's a businessman if you want to be. Yeah. That's exciting. I have Risky a credit card man. that says "Do Go On Media." I'm a businessman. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. That was just a little brag there. Someone um, is doing well for themselves. <laughs> buying cars, having brothers, credit cards. Oh, the company. Yeah. I put the, stop? I put the car on the company. <laughs> yeah. Do not tell the boys. Um, D-O-G-O-G. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, yeah. You are correct, Jess Perkins. Cool. That is a true story. I'm sorry that happened, Lauren. it keeps happening i think i'm really i'm actually at a crossroads right now where i'm like am i going to get this article taken down by pedestrian.com but it also does mean for me so it's like the risk of like i do face a lot of harassment um from it but i also occasionally just get people giving me 50 to 100 dollars in my paypal without talking to me so that's you know, I don't care Does if they're getting off in it or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really is. You know, yeah. it's like, just give me $100. You know, that's... Many See, years ago, again. a friend of mine asked me what would be my price if I was, like, to be someone's little toy boy <laughs> thing. And, like, this is, like, a businessman say, hey, I want to... And I'm like, you know, as a straight white dude, I'm like, okay, what would I do? I was like, I'd go for dinners with him and then on his birthday, all right, we'll, d- we'll fool around. Okay. That was that's how it was pitched to me. I was like, "Yeah, 
80 grand a year is what I said. And they all thought that that was far too cheap. And I'm like, 80 grand a year is pretty good for like a couple of dinners that they're paying for me and just, you know, fooling yeah, around on his birthday. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's yeah. way that's more reasonable. than this guy was offering. Yeah. I think he offered it was something in the realm of like $200 a week or something. And I was like, not only yeah. would that severely compromise my Centrelink payment, yeah. um, <laughs> but you are not offering superannuation. You are not offering any mm. kind of stability. So, And once you've paid for parking. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Is that tax deductible? I don't know. It becomes a real gray area when you're dealing in, in cash through PayPal. So, yeah. Well, that sounds like really big businessman talk from you, Lauren. So I think yeah. you can actually email him back Yeah. and offer him your services as a businessman <laughs> <laughs> i'm a consultant now basically <laughs> all right at the end of that round the scores are lauren you're still on two points oh can i just add uh, uh but all jokes aside sex work is real work yeah and yes. that's why i don't want to do it um <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to work <laughs> cass you're on four points jordan on five points in the lead now on six points it's jess perkins Ooh. Ooh. all right this is our final round it's called who who who, who? In this round, I'll read out a bunch of questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, you buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. You can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Who here once saw their doppelganger at the train station even dressed the same, except this person was wearing a shirt that said Lady Boss and the doppelganger shirt said, I hate you? Cass? Yes, Cass. Jess? You are correct. It was a point there for Cass, yes. <laughs> That's so long ago. Yeah. I I honestly was going, who was that? And then I thought, I think it could be me, so I won't say anything. <laughs> but I, I, that, I don't remember that. <laughs> That's so it, funny. You tweeted it out, and I yeah, was reading right. it going, oh, the tweet's going to be that you didn't realise that it was a mi- like a mirrored glass or something like that. <laughs> I thought that's where that's yeah. going. But you, no. you, you dropped your bone trying to get the bigger bone out of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Who here believes that two beers is the worst amount of alcohol to drink? Jordan. Two, yes, Jordan. Lauren. You are correct. A point there for Jordan, yes. I agree. I think I tweeted this as well, and I believe, yep. and I stand by it. It's, you know, $25 bloated, not drunk, feel nothing, waste. Yep. Boring. Mm. Sucks. And that's schooners, though. That's Sydney talk. Two pints, I'll be on the floor. So, <laughs> big difference. All right, next question. Who was once changing the sheets on their bed, thought they had a hold of the mattress topper, but in fact it was a pillow, and ended up throwing the pillow off their balcony? <laughs> <laughs> um, Lauren. Yes, uh, I heard Lauren. Oh, sorry. Maybe Jordan? You are correct. Yes, point there for Lauren. Yes. Yeah. That's funny. Yes. You, you laughed at that, but it was like a laugh of knowing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I am a dumb bitch. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, next question. Who saw a French bulldog on the treadmill at their gym? Cass? Yes, Cass. Lauren? No, that was Jess. Jess Perkins, point <sighs> off, Cass. That was a good day. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. He's just trotting. He's on his own little treadmill. Oh, By my God. On a lead? Yeah, he was on a lead and his owner was on the treadmill next to him and they were both just – it was like piercing down with rain. It was a really wet day. Uh. And I later found out – because I was like, you can't have dogs in the gym. I'm okay with it, but I don't think you're allowed. And then I later found out it was one of the owners. And I was like, okay, you can probably have a dog in the gym. Yeah, businessman. Yeah, businessman. <laughs> I reckon they should let dogs in the gym. That'd be the best. Yeah. Mm. Depends on the dog. I don't know. I'm a real stick in the mud here. I don't really want to be in a restaurant trying to eat food and there's a big dirty dog in there. That's Call a good me point. crazy. Unless that's a guide dog, which yeah. I very Or Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah or, sco- <laughs> or the dog is talking and I can understand it and they're eating spaghetti in a romantic way. Yeah. You, yeah. And they're eating it out of the mouth of another dog. Yeah. 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 Well, you might back me up here, Lauren. There's a cafe near my house and there's a woman who goes there pretty much every single morning and ha- puts her dog on the table while no. she has no. her coffee. No. No. It's gross. No. It's an animal. They you don't, you don't yeah. put your feet on the table. You don't eat animals. You don't put your shoes on the <laughs> table. I am so glad you all think, because I said that to a friend of mine and they said, yeah, but they clean the tables every time. Who cares? No. It's but disgusting. My cat, I just watched my cat put its fucking hand in its shit and then it tried yeah. to touch me. I was like, get away. <laughs> yes. He has hands. His name's Tony and he has four hands. My dog, I've caught him, at, oh, actually, many times, but today I walked out and he had a very guilty look on his face and the room smelt like shit, but there was no shit because he oh. ate it. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dogs are gross. Circle of life. They're the best yeah. and they're gross. Well, he cleaned up after himself. Exactly. I do, I do appreciate that. I didn't have yeah. to pick it up. So Hiding nice. the evidence. Yeah. Next question. Who here has locked themselves out of their house at least 17 times? Ooh. Jess. Yes, Jess. Cass? You are correct, yes. Cass has done that, yes. Mm-mm. When's the last the time you locked... woman who lost the car every yeah. day. Mm. Um. <laughs> When's the last time you locked yourself out of the house? Uh... A week or two ago. <laughs> so, ha- yeah, knowing, how does it happen? Yeah, knowing you do this as well, do you like have plans in place? Yeah, so I've I've had to set up a few different things. So initially, what was happening was I'd leave the house and realize I'd locked myself out. Um, and so what I was what I started doing was separating my house keys from my car keys. So then, at least if I locked myself out. Um, I'd have my car keys, hopefully, like there was a 50% chance I'd still be able to go somewhere. Because, um, you know, if you forget your car keys, but not your house keys, you can go back in. But if you could get your house keys and not your car keys, you can at least go somewhere to where you've stashed another set of keys. Mm. I think there was one house I lived in where when I left, I went to like give back the keys and there were six sets <laughs> because I'd just been <laughs> scattering them. Not scattering them everywhere, but giving them to as many people I knew who lived close. So I, because it just kept happening. Like Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really split myself into seven and said, "Oh my God, please let me have shelter." I clearly haven't earned it, but I would like it. Um, I was doing this for a while with the separated keys, and then I would lock myself out a lot. And then my friends would say to me why don't you put the car keys with your house keys to eliminate this problem? And I said, I was doing that, and that did create a a worse problem for me. Um, Then I didn't lock myself out for a little bit and thought, oh, you're able to put them back on, but that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, it's not good. Um, It's still not good. (laughs) It's really bad if I leave the house with another person. Like, do you have your keys? And then I have to check. Um, I try and check every time, but... Clearly, someone's pulling a sneaky on me, and it doesn't always. Sometimes it gets past me, and the keys are in the house, and I'm outside of the house, and I have to ask someone to help me. I think the worst one was when I locked myself out of the house during uh, during. So we were out of lockdown, um, but you need to be able to have a face mask to go on public transport. So I locked myself out of my house, and then I couldn't get an Uber. I couldn't get a public transport because. My mask was in the car. No. <laughs> oh. So you just had to walk to the city? Yeah, to walk, yeah. walk seven kilometres into the city, wait for someone to give you a lift back and be like, that doesn't count, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> someone offered you a snack, but you were like, I'm in veggie yeah. prison. Sorry, I just need to finish the bowl and then I can leave. Man door, four walls car door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Who was once asked to perform at the wedding of this person's favourite writer, but their agent didn't even pass on the message because they didn't think they would do it? Oh, Cass? Lauren. I heard oh. Jess first. Jordan. You are correct, yeah. Jess. Put there for Jess. What oh. happened? What happened? There's, a, there's an author called Aaron Dembski-Bowden who writes um, Warhammer fiction uh, and write, has written my favourite, uh, the, the Night Lords trilogy, which is my favourite uh, book uh, in, in Warhammer uh, and yeah, he, uh, we we became friends like um, much after this. And he said that he had approached my agent to um, get uh, Access of Awesome to play at his wedding, and then we just rejected him straight away. Oh. Uh, and I, I totally would have done it. I totally would have done it. Oh, <laughs> devastating. Yeah. Damn. Oh. Oh, we're Facebook friends now, so whatever. Who cares? Yeah, that's just what, that's that's the real goal. Just them approaching you and this shit, like to be friends. After all that being like, now I know that they know who I am because they rejected me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really starting below ground level and being like, I still I still want this friendship. <laughs> Please. I, don't, but I think our feelings as well, as when we, we actually spoke to one another, we had mutual um, admiration for each other's work because he was a huge fan of me. I was a huge fan of him. And our ships just crossed in the night. And we, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Next question. Who recently got into an argument because a person in their life drank straight from the can and this person argued that you should clean up first in case a rat has ran across the top of the can? Cass? Yes, Cass. Jess? No, that's Laura to put off Cass. (laughs) (laughs) This is a crazy one, I know. (laughs) If you're drinking drinking beer, it's going to clean it. 
I, I know, and the weird, the craziest thing about this is that, like, sometimes I also drink from the can, but it was just at this one point, like, I was just at the servo with um my boyfriend, and he was like, oh, I just want to get a drink, and I was like, oh, this get a Coke, and it was just on my mind that, like, the tops of cans, like, you do, you put your mouth on it, but it's exposed to the world. Think yeah. about it. Mm. it. Rats could walk across it. We were in the server in front of the guy, like, working at 7-Eleven, and he was like, oh, I'll just get a can of Coke. And I was like, oh, just get the bottle. It's like, you know, it's only 50 cents more. And he was like, no, I just want a can. I don't want a whole bottle. And I was like, just get the bottle. And he was like, I just want a can. And I was like, what? You can't get a can because what if a rat has walked across the top of it? <laughs> and he was, this is the first time he'd ever heard anything about And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was just laughing. But I was like, just get the bottle because what if a rat has touched the can? And then you put it in your mouth. And he was like, I just won't get a drink. And then I felt really bad. <laughs> That he is was like, rat slander. Yeah. I mean, also, it, your mouths encounter a lot of the world, generally, anyway. Yeah, your no. mouths are open, exposed to the air. And it's gross. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. Who lied when trying to impress someone by saying they had seen train spotting when, in fact, they had never seen train spotting? <laughs> Jordan. Yes, Jordan. Jess. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> Jordan. Did it work? Were they impressed? Uh, we live together. Awesome. Oh, oh. Big oh. flex. Big flex. Choose <laughs> life. Um, no, it was, my, it was my partner. I um, Very early on dating, he was like, oh, do you want to go to the movies? And I was like, yes. He's like, have you seen Trainspotting? And Trainspotting 2's just come out. And I was like, of course. Not for ages, but yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> and then I downloaded a free trial of Stan just to watch it the night before we went to see Trainspotting 2. A very romantic... <laughs> date movie mm. um but it yeah it worked four years later there you go <laughs> beautiful <laughs> lying you, works you are on heroin yeah <laughs> lying works that's the message yes yeah yeah Ladies. lie to men <laughs> <laughs> and our final question for the game who here has a giant cardboard cutout of themselves that they just cannot bring themselves to throw out lauren yes lauren Jordan? No, it's Cass Page has a giant cardboard oh. himself. Yeah, I threw mine out. <laughs> Cass, Trans. what was the what was the uh, context for having a cardboard cut out of you? Um, my dad surprised me on the day of my twenty first birthday party and was like, "Come here, I've got a surprise for you," and then revealed a life size cardboard cut out of me that says. Um, come in and welcome to my 21st birthday in a little speech bubble. But it was a photo of me that was taken on my 16th birthday. And I was like, oh, um, thanks. And he's like, yeah, so you put it at the front door so when people come in, you don't have to greet them. And I'm like, so it didn't go up at the party. Um, but I, she's lived under my bed for like... <laughs> Seven years, nearly. Wow. Because, Terrifying. like, I... is she handy? Oh yeah, a one time <laughs> for, for um, the podcast group I work with, Sans Pants Radio, um, we were doing a photo shoot for like all the promo for the uh, like Fringe Festival shows we had coming up one year, and I couldn't make the photo shoot, so <laughs> I sent my cardboard cutout. So there's all this official merch. I'm sorry, all this official marketing with the cardboard cutout of me. Um, <laughs> And all my friends like trying to feed her drinks and stuff. She's actually, I've, I've just moved. Oh. <laughs> wow! Come That's in actually, and welcome to my twenty-first. That is actually a very cute photo. But I understand that twenty-one-year-old Cass mm. would be like, "Oh my god, sixteen-year-old Cass, such a baby, yeah. such a child." You would, it'd be. I never wear that now. Oh my god, my fringe yeah. is oh, slightly longer. Please, yeah. <laughs> I've, I'm, I've changed. And also, the so come much. in is redundant. You could just say, "Welcome to my twenty-first." Yeah. They yeah. know they can enter. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, that's. They're not thing. vampires. I think the wording was specifically chosen because in Dad's mind, is like, put it at the front door. Freeze yes. up Cass's time to party in the backyard. Sure. Cass doesn't have to come to the door because the cardboard's doing all the work. Blame. That's yeah. crazy dad logic. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, see, it's that's crazy. And also, like, you know, you coming up with also exotic concepts like veggie prison, it kind of makes sense now. I can see where you get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we build, we build cardboard cutouts to take the jobs of people. Yeah. And that's how mm. we get Skynet. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, your dad's very different to my dad. At the end of my party, that if he got a cardboard of me, it would have been on the fire. It would have been on the bonfire. Yeah. There you go. Chuck it. Get rid of everything. 
Just burn it all. My dad made a speech at my 21st birthday in which he did not mention me once. (laughs) (laughs) What was the speech about? I just had a double um, with a T-shirt on that said, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, at at the end of the game, the scores are Lauren on two points, Cass Page on three points, Jordan Raskopoulos on seven points, but our winner on eight points, it's Jess Perkins. Yay. Yay! What a tight race that was. It was. It was a good. It was a. It what was a, a good chart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got your own. You got your own sensor there. Oh, I've got everything here. Look, I've got bloody auto tune. <laughs> I am singing on the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, and you only brought this out at the very end. Oh yeah. no. Hey, Jess, because you win, you get to promote whatever you want to promote first. You got to go on. You got some shows. Yeah, I've got um, a podcast called Do Go On. Um, it's pretty good. It's been around for ages. It's like coming up to 300 episodes. So um, go check that out. And a new podcast as well called Simply the Jest, which is a segment I do on Triple J with my friends Hobber and Hing. And it's Australia's best stories, different topic every week. And uh, yeah, people call in with their stories and it's truly the most chaotic and messy hour of radio. It's a lot of fun. Great. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Jordan, where can people find and hear you? Um, I, I, I've got a, a show at Sydney Comedy Festival called The Bicurious Case of Benjamin Butthole coming up. Um, <laughs> and apart from that, you can find me across all social media platforms on, as Jordan Rasco, but especially on Twitch.tv where I do weird animated alternative interactive comedy bullshit. Excellent. Uh, Lauren, where can people find you? Yeah, uh, you mentioned my um, podcast, Were You Hot in High School Up Top? Um, I've also got a brand new podcast. It's called Big Natural Talents. Um, it's really funny, silly me and Conchetta Caristo talking about silly things. And then we're also doing a show at the Sydney Comedy Festival of the same name, Big Natural Talents. So look that up or you can see me on Instagram or Twitter at Lauren Y. Bonner. Brilliant. And Cass? Um, I am at Cass Cass Page on Twitter, Instagram and Twitch. Um, starting Twitch up again in a week or two. I just run a little origami stream where if you want to make origami along with me, <laughs> you can come and fold paper. It's just nice. Um, like a pog champ. Pardon? Like a pog champ. Yeah, it's it's, it's so poggers, guys. Yeah. Um, it would be really poggers if you came to do the folds with me. Um, but I'm also on podcasts. We've got um, I'm on the Sans Pants Radio Network across a bunch of shows. Uh, the main ones are D and D is for nerds, Shut Up a Second, and Why Am I Sad? Excellent. So make sure you get those. Hey, if you're in uh, Melbourne, the birthday show, my 40th birthday show on June 26, only has 17 tickets left. So go get them now. So it's all sold out well in advance. Like I said, all the money that we make on the show goes straight over the bar and we're going to party afterwards. So that's going to be fun. Also, I can announce right now, the day this comes out, uh, two shows at the Brisbane Comedy Festival, two podcasts on the uh, July 31st and August 1st at the Brisbane Powerhouse. Tickets from joshua.com.au. Hey, thanks, everyone. This has been lots of fun. I'll see you next time. Bye. And we're back at the end of this episode. And I'm just going to read out a couple of uh, iTunes reviews. So this one is from a who calls himself Onion Bunk. And it says, Josh finds his medium. It says, really, I think you're a natural. I love that Bernie comes up every week, although I was Bernie high myself. Being Parkins gives you that edginess the kids love. So I should say, so there were three high schools in Bernie. There's Maris College, which was the private school. There was Bernie High, which was the good public school. And in the, in the 90s when I went there, there was Parkins High School, which was the rough school. So... Um, me and my friend Justin Hazelwood used to always talk about how, you know, Australia, Tasmania was the state that people made fun of. In Tassie, Bernie was the city that people made fun of. And in Bernie, Parkins was the school that people made fun of. So we had it. Anyway, back to the back to Onion Bunks. It also says, I like that I'm getting a bit of a run through people in the comedy scene that I'd otherwise miss. Five fat stars. Thank you, Onion. Yes. Well, that's part of my thing. I like putting up people who you might not have heard, who are very, very funny, who deserve a big audience. All right. Who else we got? Uh, someone called Roger Caballan has just said, I haven't actually listened yet. Five stars. It's great. Simple concept. Lots of quick fire chat. Interesting guest. Winner. Well, have you, have you not listened to it? And then giving it all that? I don't know. Who knows? 
Uh, this one is uh, Blue Taurus. Five stars. I really, really enjoy this podcast. It's great to have another top Australian comedian to listen to. Josh L produces something a little different from the usual podcasts offered by Aussie Comics. The game show is a great hook, and he does a fabulous job at hosting it. This is definitely one to make you giggle out loud. Great stuff. Thank you. That's uh, that's uh, good. I think, although, there are a few uh, uh, game show ones out there. All right. I'll read one more, and then I'll let you go. Okay. Here we go. So by Dunk28, one of my favorites, five stars. If you're after comedy gold, then this is the podcast for you. Anytime Jared and Hickey or Kate McLennan are on, you're guaranteed a good time, but Gerald does a quite a great job himself. Quite the funster. Great show. I love uh, both those uh, people, Kate and Jez, on. Uh, Jez has been on it more than any. Kate, very, very busy. And so hopefully, though, Kate can come on soon. Uh, if you are listening to this, Hit up McLennan on, on Twitter and Instagram and say, hey, why aren't you doing Josh's podcast? You should do it. Do his podcast again. Anyway, I'm going to let you guys go. You guys are the best. I'll see, hopefully see you at the live shows. Bye. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.